0: Hi guys, Emily Hayden from eSuite here. We are so grateful to work with the amazingly passionate and talented e-commerce community in Australia. But we realise that operating a business has both a social and environmental footprint. That's why at eSuite, we not only specialise in matching the best e-commerce talent with fast-growing retail businesses, we partner with community groups to make a difference.
1: Em and I have pledged 10% of eSuite's revenue to the re-empowerment of Indigenous Australians via the National Centre of Indigenous Excellence and Australian Environmental Conservation via 1% for the Planet. It's not an add-on, it's core to our mission and our pledge is only the start.
0: We look forward to sharing more about our community partners in the months to come. If you would like to know more about the NCIE or 1% for the Planet, or even help us to do more to support these great organisations, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Visit esuite-talent.com.au, that's E-S-U-I-T-E, talent.com.au to learn more. Now let's get into today's show.
0: We all think about videos, like, you know, edited videos as film and tea. And then so we put a video on, on this pedestal, whereas it's just a window. It's just a comms tool. You know, if you were there in person, you'd say the same thing. So I think stop thinking about, it, about getting dressed up and made up to make an amazing piece of content. It's like being a butcher and someone walks in, you say, good morning. We're a little bit different here, Bonjour. Everyone who joins the company gets to design their own handmade bear suit from some <laughs> old grannies in the north of England. I think advocacy or super fans... Is the like unknown? It's like the untapped resource to grow a business. You know, you don't you don't need hundred thousand customers. You need mm. one thousand who rant and rave about you and tell each go and tell ten people. Welcome to Add to Cart, the podcast that Express delivers all you need to know in the fast moving world of e commerce. Every month, Nathan Bush from 12 High and an e-commerce industry expert will share the news, research and insights that you need to know to keep you at the top of your game. And of course, keep your customers adding to cart.
1: Hello and welcome to Add to Cart. My name is Nathan Bush, host of Add to Cart and director at e-commerce talent agency eSuite. Today's guest is the founder of a business that makes all their new employees Design their own bear suit onesie when they first join. They are also aiming to reshape how we think about video as a tool to better connect with customers. I'm not sure which mission's more important. Matt Barnett is the CEO of Bonjoro, a SaaS-based video platform that allows you, your customer service, or your warehouse teams, to send short, personalized videos to your customers via email. Started in Sydney in 2017, Bonjoro is now used across the world and is integrated with platforms like Shopify, MailChimp, and ActiveCampaign. In this conversation, you'll hear how Matt had the idea for Bonjoro on his morning commute, how personalized video can help increase conversion rates at certain points in the funnel, and his tips for those who are struggling in front of video. So let's get into it. Thanks to our partners, Shopify Plus and Signet. Here's our conversation with Matt Barnett, CEO and founder of Bonjoro. Matt Barnett, welcome to Add to Cart. Hey Nathan, great to be here. Lovely to have you here. Now, Matt, if we were surfing and let's say we're surfing uh, in Scotland somewhere and I met you out the back on the waves and I said to you, Matt, what do you do? How do you explain
0: what you do? We've a one-to-one personalized video messaging uh, technology. So essentially, the idea behind it is when customers perform an action, such as coming into your lead funnel, purchasing, getting delivered, um, take 20 seconds and say thank you uh, with a one-to-one personalized video
1: beautiful summed up very nicely now we're going to unpack all of that today but to give people an idea of your journey you are the self-proclaimed papa bear at Bonjoro tell us how you came up with the idea of Bonjoro and a little bit of your backstory around how you got to where it is today
0: sure so I was running an agency here in Sydney uh, we dealt with large enterprise clients so so happens most of those are overseas uh, so we ended up with clients UK London Paris uh, New York um, and obviously our lead funnel was signups and interests and inquiries coming in during the evening here. You know, Australia's a great place to live. Uh, it's not ideal in terms of time zones. So we're very much a kind of covert by um, by personality kind of company. We, we like we, we had a great, obviously, product and offering, but like I'm a very much jazz hands guy. I like to get up and, you know, and shout around and, and we were dealing with kind of creative sides as businesses. So very important. Now I'm not a copywriter. So, Email drip campaigns in terms of getting those kinds of calls like weren't fantastic. They were okay. So to try something a bit different. I thought let's just send a video to every single person that ever gets in touch. And so I'd record a video each morning on the way to work. Like I used to take the ferry across the harbour. So if they were outside of Australia, I'd get the opera house like on the video as well. You know, I'd say, hey, hey, John Archer, saw so, so you sign up for Ogilvy in London. I see you work on the Budweiser you know, um, accounts. We haven't worked with Budweiser, but we had worked with Heineken. Um, diageo and a few others so this is kind of things we've done look obviously I'm not in london but I will be over there in six weeks why not come in bring you coffee and then kind of run you through what we do and as a result of that being the first piece of comms they ever heard from the brand or, or from the team uh, like we tripled our response rates overnight we as a result tripled the amount of meetings we had and therefore tripled the amount of business um, that was a like pat on our back good little sales hack one of the me- one of the probably 100 that we tried uh, one of those customers at the end of a meeting just asked, like, what's this video email system? Can we use it? Um, I explained it's something we'd done, and, and we kind of sat back and built something that they could use over a weekend, like as a little side project. Inevitably, some of their customers, they sent them to ask if they could use it, and some of their customers asked if they could use it, and, you know, within you know, 12 months later, uh, a couple of us on the team decided to work on it full-time, and within 18 months, it had overtaken the original agency. So, just Take us back there. So you're you're running a creative
1: agency at the time, but you're taking the ferry across Sydney Harbour and you're literally just pulling out your iPhone or, or whatever phone you're carrying at that point, okay. shooting a video and then attaching it to an email? Yep, that's it. And did you have in mind at that point that that was going to be your product or did you just go, this is a great sales tactic?
0: No, look, a, a, a caveat the agency and the system we did, we, we were using video anyway. So we, we, we were actually a research agency using video to do core research with like a video diaries around the world. So, so we understood the space. So video was a natural thing for us to try as one of our many tests. No, it was never an intention to build a business. Like absolutely not. Gotcha. And what was the
1: point where you went, actually, I think this personalized video service is going to be bigger than our agency.
0: When you see something growing 10% a month and you're putting zero resources or time into it, then you know, and you put a paywall, and people start paying. Then there's a point, there's a tipping point. We're <laughs> like, this is more than beer money. Yeah,
1: and I suppose you could see it then because it's such a different model to agency, where you're selling head hours or you're selling products. But it, it's more limiting, right, than a scalable SaaS model.
0: Yeah, like with the agency again, we were we were an agency built on products, so we had this balance. So yes, we did do our man hours. We also did product too and unique deliverability. Um, this was obviously for SaaS, which is kind of what we wanted to do originally. Yeah, the agency is another story, but we ended up in that from, you know, releasing your products and and that ended up being the market that that took it. So we had a need and a want to do products and, and kind of like work that, like our product design originally. So again, like the biases were there and the deep understanding was there. So like, although, you know, it was by chance, I guess we kind of knew what to unlock. And, and when it came, we... I, Yeah, at some point we saw the opportunity and knew that if we delivered and kind of uh, dug in, it would would become something more. Gotcha. And then so tell us
1: where Bonjoro is now. So BASE started up out of Sydney in 2017, if I'm right.
0: 2017 started. We probably started investing probably in 2018. It's going to get me year. We're now in, I don't know, 27 countries, uh, and languages, uh, 92% of our customers are not Australian, unfortunately. So we're very much a global, global business. The team, most of our team is not in Australia either anymore. So we're around the world, uh, and that will continue to grow that way. So we're looking at a big jump this year in terms of personnel as well. And those are all overseas pretty much. So very much gone from, you know, what was an Australian agency to being a global company like very quickly within a short space of time, which has been a joy and a, and a challenge. Sure. <laughs> and what markets are you find getting most traction in? So e uh, is a big area. So e SAS SaaS is big as well. So we do a lot of bitty bitty SaaS. Uh, we then obviously work in um, quite a few services, uh, like uh, areas we use us. So commun- communicating with leads and, and with these clients. And then the final area is education. Um, so a lot of this is online education, which is essentially a SaaS model. And then we do work with the universities and stuff as well, but essentially they are businesses. Yeah. So that's, that's, if you like, easy buckets. Ultimately, we're being used for the same things across across all those industries. So being used for lead conversion, being used for early customer activation and engagement, and then being used for driving reviews and referrals. Um, those those hold true across every industry. Great.
1: So if we narrow down into the e-commerce sector, can you give us some examples of how your e-commerce clients are using Bonjoro? and personalized video
0: to drive a couple of those areas? Yeah. So two I'll talk about specifically. Uh, One which has been kind of a rise this year is a move from a lot of e-commerce companies into doing subscription models. So the industry itself has gone from about 7% subscription to maybe 14, 15 now. This is not just consumables. Like a lot of like unique products are doing this as well. Now, where we're being used there is when a customer comes in for a second or more purchase, so, so you know they're a returning customer. Again, there's a little bit about time, and obviously e-commerce is big funnels. You're then having one of your support or car service team drop in and say, hey, Steve, saw, saw you brought, you know, like this is your third purchase of the coffee. Did you know we have a subscription model? And it's, you know, if you use that purchase on the or, um, at the current kind of rate you're purchasing anyway, you're actually going to save money and we'll give you all these benefits. If you want to upgrade, click here on there's a 5% discount. Now, very specifically around that, like one, one case we have is a coffee company out of, out of Canada who used that to drive their subscription model ahead in the last 12 months and they went from, I think, 35 grand MRR, which they built over about four years to 75 grand three months later <laughs> by specifically focusing on multiple purchase people. And then, obviously, the thing here is, you know, it's stepping in, in touch while they were and they would do this in the roasting arena so it's quite an exciting thing anyway and so they're doing a lot of customer goodwill and saying do us a subscription model that helps us, that it supports us and a massive amount of customers over to that the other area we get used uh primarily above all else is driving reviews and referrals so the idea here is after a delivery of an item we'll wait 24 hours uh boy this whole system works on triggers so 20 hours later you get a notification saying Mrs. Jones has received her item 24 hours ago. Your then support team reaches out and checks that everything is good and as expected. So the idea here is customer service excellence in an industry where that hasn't been done before. um So it's about a very competitive edge there. People love that. At the end, you know, check in, make sure you're like the item you received is, is great. Everything's as you expected. By the way, reviews mean a lot to us. There's a link here to Trustpilot. Can you go and leave us a review? much more effective in terms of getting reviews generally you see again three times four times the response rate to those um company in denmark example fashion company so obviously higher ticket items decided to go after trust pilot for reviews went from a kind of non-existent trust piloter to number one in denmark for the whole of men's fashion within about four months well wow. in terms of doing this now it's a lot and they went after it hardcore but the response rate was so good and obviously. The goodwill generated from doing these videos was so was so insane that their number one ultimately left led to them halving their CAC, so their cost of acquisition for any new customers coming in because, again, like a lot of traffic shifted to review driven um, leads.
1: Our partners at Signet helped organic tea business Little Wildling Co. go plastic free in their small business supply chain. They switched from plastic lined mailer bags to a completely sustainable packaging lineup all without having to commit to high minimum order quantities. Run wild and free, little wilding co. Signet has over 5,500 packaging solutions to help leading e-commerce businesses step up their packaging game. Visit signet.net.au to find out more. So to talk people through the actual process here, because um, I think it's really important that we get into the, the details of how this actually works. From a customer perspective... I do my transaction as per normal, and I will receive an email with a personalized video in it. Is that yeah. how it generally works?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: And most of the videos are they created by customer service team members? Usually, depends on the comp- depends on the stage of the
0: company. If you're a small startup just getting going, then like often it'll be the founders, you know, and and the, and the starting team. And I think like, at that time, obviously, I mean, like your time is important throughout the process, but at the beginning. You know, like I actually had, like, like I actually have one today off, off, off a customer that I bought who's just started up. And I was like, this is amazing because the founder did it. And, that, and that's cool in those early days. And so like, I'm going to go and leave a review no matter what. As teams scale up, they tend to be customer supports kind of front facing team that do these, um, or potentially in the warehouse. So we've often them have people doing it at point of delivery from the warehouse side of things. Um, again, these are team members who, to be frank, are probably a bit, a bit more cost effective operationally as well. Um, and to do a 30 second video while they're packing up. Super easy. We've actually had now at the stage where we've actually had customers, like numerous customers, of e-commerce hire people to do these. Hmm. <laughs> so, so like some have ended up going full time. Some have like hired like part timers. So we see this a lot in fashion and high ticket items because the results are so night and day that it again pays to do that. I, it depends on the funnel as well, you know, Like a lot of customers start off filtering that funnel down, so you're focusing on, as I said, like second, third purchases, so on your better customers anyway because you know you're going to get a better review, et cetera. As that becomes so effective, you don't know, need to look at numbers in your funnel and go, well, where else does it make sense? It might make sense to do it on every transaction if that drives X ROI in terms of CAC or in terms of repeat business
1: anyway. Gotcha. So your customer service or your warehouse team will receive a notification on their laptop or mobile?
0: Mo- mobile mostly. Yeah, so laptop or mobile, but like, mobile, mobile. But mobile's easy.
1: Yeah, Gotcha. And in order to say, hey, Nathan's just ordered this. It's been twenty-four hours, successfully delivered, shoot him a quick video, and then that'll automatically attach to the to an email through the email system that they're using and send out. So so again,
0: like all all your team is doing is is the video. And when they record the video, we'll actually pull information from whatever you're using for your e-commerce platform. Um so with all those. So we'll actually show you. Joe Lemon brought this, they're based in um, you know, Wisconsin. Um they're actually a third time purchaser, they spent to date four hundred and thirteen dollars um and they've done x y so again like you see information about it so that when you know your team does the video that's shown at a glance they can personalize it in 20 seconds and so when the user receives it they're like wow this is actually meant for me um but all delivery everything else all tracking all the response everything is taken care of by the system so it's literally a 20 second time time input like a minute max if they want to read it and kind of personalize it uh, but it's very, very quick. Very, it's very operational Yeah. Um, and yet personalized. This idea of getting personalized. Yeah, it's a nice scale.
1: mix of using data for automation plus a personalized touch at the end of using that data for personalization. Uh, real personalization, not automated personalization yeah. is really nice, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, what, sure. what have been some of the uh, more creative use cases you've seen of it, especially in the e-commerce area?
0: Yeah, so I think the warehousing stuff's really interesting I think so I think this all comes down to, to placement so warehousing like I mentioned like you know while, while roasting coffee beans people out like while installing like water tanks and stuff you know like <laughs> like on the move um I think when you're doing things that are relevant to the business it's just interesting yeah so it's not it's not actually like't be that that creative yet yeah? like but when you see someone actually, like packing up your item to send or when you see someone like in the warehousing where they're working it's it's a bit of so it, it's about transparency here, yeah, and authenticity. So, so it's it's interesting because you've seen something you haven't seen before. It shows as real humans doing the business and that they're trying and they're and they're, and they're caring about you. You know, it, it shows like again the business is legit. You know, especially this is really really valuable for things where you have like obviously like Australian centers, um, or country-based centers in the US. So you know, not necessarily coming from overseas in China and drop shipping like that's that, that's valuable. Um, when you're an artisan. Like amazing, yeah. You know, you see the stuff being done, and again, like you, you can like build these up and just do it all in one day. So one day when you're roasting, not like you're roasting their beans there and then, but you're, but you're you do, you're tailing it to that experience. I think that's really interesting. I think it's really engaging. I think, again, just, just like you're after a wow factor here, and again, you know, back to the artisan thing, it also gets people to go, "Oh, wow, this is this is legit. These guys actually do yeah roast their own things." I'm stay, I'm staying for the next few years. I'm going to tell my friends.
1: And people love that behind the scenes, a little bit gritty, a little bit down and dirty. I'm in the warehouse. I'm in with the founder. They love that access, don't they? And we kind of think, oh, they just want the Instagram polished posts.
0: It's like, no, they kind of want a bit of everything. And people like we like we like people like like like. It's about trust, yeah. Like, like how, how do you trust? Mm. You trust. You get you gain trust through transparency, and people understand. Like, especially this year, like everyone's in the same boat with everything. So that's yeah. understanding. People can share it um, again, and it's just. The fact that brand is willing to do that means they're again, like psychologically, they're more willing to be transparent around things. They're not going to pull all over your eyes. They're not a marketing company. They're a, they're actually a product company. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Um, there was a great example that I saw over Christmas or over Black Friday of a shoe company here in Australia. And they're really, really great shoe company, two founders, but they had obviously logistics issues and inventory issues over Black Friday. And, Two weeks after my wife ordered, she got an email and it had a link to a Google Drive video. And it was the two founders and I've been very open and honest. two-minute video saying, guys, sorry about this. It's not acceptable. This is what we're doing about it. And it was like really personal, but it just felt a bit clunky because I was linking into a Google Drive yeah. video. Yeah. Do you, do you also do things like that through Bonjoro where it might not be one-to-one, but it might yeah. be going to a select group of people?
0: Yeah, so we have tools for recording videos uh even like recording desktops as well so if you want to walk through shops and stuff um and then you can show those out to small groups or to or, or you can include them in in, in any email marketing campaigns so for mass um talk about personalization there's a few things here yeah? like there's different levels different clients so you know high ticket item model purchase yeah like do it in person one-to-one it, it, it's worth it Like, trust me like it's worth 20 seconds like you'll find out pretty quickly Lower ticket items, you know, mass, you might want to do smaller groups. So so, so, do a video day. And be like, hey, it's Tuesday here in Brisbane. Like the sun's out. It's Tuesday the 13th. We shipped off your stuff today. You should have it in 24 hours. Now, the, the, the point there is that like it's still in the moment. It's maybe not – you're not saying the person's name, but it's in the moment. It's fresh. It's there. It's that day. Uh, And that's kind of like still like valuable in the extent to an extent. Obviously, then when you're doing stuff for like, like mass, again, like it, it's a different – it's a different time it's coming through, and so that also makes sense. Look, and the transparency is key. Yeah? So like it's just balancing where you do it, at what point. Um, I mean experiment, you know, is a group, is a group 95% as effective as one to one, in which case do that? You know, is one to one 10 times more effective, in which case pick out where you do that. Um, it's, like, it's just a balance. But I think again, in the in the moment is is extremely valuable too, you know, fresh. Like the, the point here is not. Not necessarily just canned stuff. Like, and with the guys you mentioned, mm. that was pertinent to that time period. So they won't be sending out that damn line for sure.
1: Yeah, it's getting into a new mindset with video, isn't it? That it that this video is disposable. It's it's not meant to stick around forever.
0: It's got like like so. Don't think like, not think about a video. Drop drop the word video from your from your <laughs> vocab. We all think about we all think about videos like you know um, edited videos as you know film and t- and then so we put a video on, on this pedestal, whereas it's. It's just a window. It's just a comms tool. You know, if you were there in person you'd say the same thing. So I think stop thinking about it, about getting dressed up, and made up to make it an amazing piece of content. It's just like a ch- it's, it's like being a butcher and someone walks in you say good morning. <laughs> you know, or into a shop yeah. Like, like it's the same thing, but obviously we're doing it with customers who are far what like far apart. That's all you are trying to do. Yeah. That's it.
1: Do you have any tips for people who get paralyzed by a video Camera being on them.
0: I mean, two like so. A couple of things here. Yeah, like number one, you use your mobile.
1: Yeah,
0: I think just psychologically, mobiles are very personal devices. We use them all the time. Um, so I think it's a, bit, a little bit less. Like it makes you think less about video when it's on mobile. Get outside. Get get comfortable. Take a walk. Do it. Do it somewhere where you're going to be less nervous. Um, secondly, kind of get over it. <laughs> like just uh, <laughs> like do something like this because you have to send out ten to fifteen to to test it. Like when you, By the time you have done 20, you get some great responses. You'll be like, okay, great. Like It doesn't matter anymore. The first few times, you might end up like scripting and reshooting them and stuff. And then you'll realize, especially if you have a funnel uh, like, and like a large customer base, you don't have time for that and it doesn't matter. So so it, 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 what the medium will teach you will teach you that it doesn't matter. Um, mm. and, and, your, and your time you'll have to do will teach you. So again, if it works for you and it's, and it's positive, you'll end up gaining a little time. I think those are probably the two most important things. Like, just get on with it. Um, and use a mobile device so again it feels less like a made-up video
1: i think they're great tips like the just get on with it's a really good one like even for at Descartes, i've been trying to engage with listeners a little bit more using instagram stories video and for me it's just just do it just when i'm out on a walk when i'm going shopping or whatever don't think about it like we did one for this podcast coming up and i said hey we've got matt barnett coming up and i was just an just at an office and I was like, oh, I just got to get it out. It doesn't matter where I am. Just do yeah. it. Anyone got questions for Matt? And you get questions through and no one goes, oh, shit, your eyes look baggy or you've got, you know, what office are you sitting in? Like They don't care. They okay, no, no. You care more than they do.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I don't care. I don't care at all anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and after a while it becomes really easy. So, yeah, I think just get on and do it. It's a really great one. Just a quick one on just to tie up the Bonjoro piece here. Can you give us an overview on what the onboarding and the commercial agreements look like for, for a typical retailer?
0: Yeah, so so it's, so it's mostly self-service. So hop on board, free trial, 14 days, no credit cards, nothing. Try that. Talk to my team. You'll get a video from one of us when you come on board. Um, so like all those videos will be unique to you. Um, what we do provide for every single customer is a setup call if you'd like one and <laughs> uh, we don't care how big or small you are so hop on board a call with that and they'll talk through like if you explain exactly what you do in e-commerce we've seen like thousands and thousands of customers so will be able to help you out specifically um, get on board try it out. like do your 15-20 videos like you work it very, very very quickly it's binary yeah doesn't work for you does it does not then it's then it's it, it's up to you credit card in monthly subscriptions or annual cancel any time no questions asked like no lock in, nothing. So again, like it's it's minimal risk. Absolutely.
1: Gotcha. And what kind of dollars are we talking at per volume? Like roughly? I mean, it's all on the website for people to check out.
0: But yeah, it like starts fifteen dollars. Like ah. sorry, fifteen US dollars would say. Um, like for single seat for small usage, if you can't kind of just getting started, like highest plan seventy nine dollars. Um, and then we do charge fifteen dollars for a team member after that. So if you want to have multiple team members on there, but we're not talking anything to break yeah. the bank here.
1: Yeah, we're we're talking accessible for most retailers to at least give it a go. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And in
1: terms of integrations, what are your most popular integrations from email platform perspectives?
0: Uh, so we do we have about fifteen direct integrations. So everything from Mailchimp, ActiveCampaign, Entreport, HubSpot, um, Salesforce, all that. Um, we also plug into Shopify directly as well. Um, we also have Z- we like one of Zapier's fastest growing apps. So if you want to plug into any other system so big commerce we commerce etc uh we've got a bunch of zapier integration set up for those as well which is really easy to get started essentially plug into kind of anything yeah pretty much if you can't find it talk to us we'll give you a hand
1: once you're in zapier you're pretty much into most platforms right if you're not there yeah look like direct-
0: we have direct integrations you know, people mm-hmm. often like zapier when they start to do crazy things they're like oh i want to I want to filter out someone who is a third purchase but like this ticket item but (laughs) only if they're based in New Zealand in Wellington on a Tuesday. And then like for that kind of stuff, we're like, okay, right, we'll we'll go here. And we'll we'll, we'll even give you a hand send of it like if you like to. Um, But start simple.
1: Yeah, nice. Awesome. I think that's a really great overview of Bonjoro. Thank you. And it's really exciting. I think it's a great opportunity to do that personalized video. And just a great opportunity, I think, too, to give your customer service teams and your warehouse teams Something that's a bit different to do, especially if you're looking to develop different skills and just give them a bit of excitement for the day. I think it's a nice thing to, to try. On your LinkedIn bio, you say your tagline is "My love of building great products is only surpassed by that of building a great culture."
0: What do you mean by that? I love everyone I work with. I guess it's um, it. we're a little bit we're a little bit different here, Bonjour uh we're a little bit intense on the whole brand thing <laughs> we uh because teams around the world we can't yeah. everyone who joins the company gets to gets to design their own handmade bear suit uh <laughs> from some old grannies in the north of england we fly or we were flying team we, we, we would fly the team together once a year for a kind of all hands like retreat um so we did edinburgh last year we did i think down south here in australia paddleboarding and diving with the seals um but like the, like the year before you know uh, this year i think we were
1: you don't have to dive with the seals in your bear suit, do you? Because that could be dangerous. No, no,
0: no. no. They, might, they, they might think you're a, a nice-looking lady seal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, um, HR, HR would have something to say about that. Yeah. So like, uh, that's obviously been a bit of a challenge this year with uh, lockdowns. So, yeah. And we'd also give you, like, team you know, an extra flight to fly around the world as well and meet each other and kind build relationships. Um, so we're kind of just navigating how we do that. Hopefully this year it will open up towards the end. Um, I don't think anything will happen before June, but we'll see. Yeah. So I think like it, good culture, like it, it's everything. Yeah. It, people are more incentivized to work. People work harder. They work smarter. They stay longer. They bring in other great team members. You know, it's not that like, hard to align everyone on kind of company goals and thoughts and, and mechanisms. They they behave great with with customers. So so your front, you don't have to worry about like training like your front line because they just behave in the right way. Um. So I think if you can get culture right, it's absolutely take us here. Yeah, like as a product company, we have two things to do. One is build great products and the other one is get and train great people. That's it. Like we don't have to do anything else at all. Like if we have the best people doing the best jobs and we have the best kind of process and culture around that, the company will excel. That's right. That's it.
1: Tell us about that, getting great people, because what what do you if you meet someone for the first time, they're turning up for a job interview or you're just speaking to them um, on Skype or whatever, how do you go? How do you know? That's a Bonjoro type of person. Is there any specific traits or things that you look out
0: for? I mean, like we know within like five minutes, so like it's easy. Um, like transparency, like absolutely. See, like you, so with us, and this is us specifically for our company. Mm. Like you've got to be transparent. Like you got to think, like can I have a beer with this person? Like we I go for lunch with them tomorrow? Like, like you have, like, mm. like like very, very open, very transparent, very authentic. No BS. Just kind of straight to the point. Like smart, like intelligent. Like and then like a hunger for problem solving, and a hunger for kind of growth because we're quite independent here, so we tend to give people a lot of flex, a lot of um uh, license to go and try their own things and solve their own problems. And so I want people to like we're we're not to that maybe this is a bit of a flaw. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not amazing at management and training. So I think in that sense we want people to go and f- be able to find the issues and then test to solve the issues, and we'll give you everything you need to do that. But again, you need to have the hunger to go and sort out what's not working, stand up, talk about it, and then go and solve it and test. And then if you fail, that's fine. We don't care. Mm. Test again, test again. Um so I think exploring those is quite easy. There's quite a few pertinent questions we can ask um around that. And that's before we even get into the details of the role. I mean, we're at a stage now where we're trying to hire more specialists. So, you know, like obviously we have more vetting process now than we would do before like around certain skill sets. But then the first interviews we keep fairly short because we know i'm, I'm, I'm always mm. looking by the way like so that the other thing is like you know if i think about like our last few hires we knew them all 12 months before we hired them yeah like that's a common trait is that i'll meet i'll meet customers i'll meet people and just be thinking you fit great when the time comes i'm here to reach out um yeah so i think don't wait until you're going be, to be hiring to build relationships build them early And if you never end up behind that person or never comes to play, that's fine. You've got a great relationship.
1: That's a really great tip because I think a lot of people make the trap of, I'll wait until I've got a specific position, got the JD written up, got it in LinkedIn, Seek, whatever, and then I'll go find that person. But to have, you kind of know the trajectory of your business and you know what's coming up right over the next 12, 24 months. To have those relationships building is a really great starting
0: point. And if you met them and you know them and and you build a relationship with them, Over that time, you'll work out 100% what their skills and weaknesses are and whether they're good to go. I think everyone should still go through a formal interview process, regardless, though. Yeah. You know, and you should have other team members interview them anyway, and you should let them know that that even though you've talked about this, there will be a process you'll go through. We have to tick you off. Like, if you don't get it, like no hard feelings. Like this has to be done. Mm. Mm. So make make sure that's transparent from you as well.
1: If you're coming back from your Christmas holidays and need to give your brain a jump start, Shopify's The Future of e Commerce report will get you going. They've interviewed industry leaders, investors, and e-commerce experts to give you the five trends that will shape e-commerce in 2021 and beyond. And while 2020 was a free kick for many in e-commerce, the game is going to get tougher with increased competition, fulfillment pressures, and higher acquisition costs being the upcoming tests. This report goes into detail on what to expect so you can plan for it. Sadly, the future still doesn't hold hoverboards. To read the report, visit shopify.com forward slash enterprise forward slash the future of e-commerce or just Google Shopify future of e-commerce report. How do you personally relax and turn off? Because I can imagine with customers and team all over the globe that you would be semi switched on most of the time what's your personal escape from it all
0: Uh, i have to do something 100% with my brain otherwise i can't switch off so yeah surfing absolutely like getting out i mean like i'm I'm british i moved to australia so i could um disappear off the radar completely (laughs) so adventure and i have a family and a young daughter so we're taking her out so we went like out last weekend we kayaked like five k's like a secluded camp spot on the lake with no one else there, I can't come a really? so stage right We can start to yeah. I think doing that kind of thing again, where you're involved in the moment and just switching off your, like, internet. Mm. We like Do 24, you know, than, you know, like, like Sunday oh. is like Sunday, like here is like, well, Saturday here's finally in the States in, in Europe. And then it, it never ends, you know,
1: there'll always be something, right. Do you find that when you have those moments where you switch the net off and you go out kayaking, that your best ideas come or do your best ideas come when you're in the grind of it all?
0: Um, both. I don't there's, mm. I don't think there's a recipe for best ideas. Ideas come. Like a lot of our best ideas come off, come off other team members. Like they're not mine at all. So other team members will bring them in and then we'll kind of look at them in. and then that will spark other ideas. And off you go. I think when you're looking at sessions, like right now we're planning out strengthening one. We're planning out what, like the way we do this, we start with the problems. We're like, here's all the issues we, we're going to have this year. Here's our weak points. And then like, that's going to spark ideas to go and solve those. Yep. Um now obviously I think thinking offline you will think of ideas. But at the same point, that's me always thinking. Like to truly like when I truly switch off, like I try and switch off like absolutely. Yeah. Surfing's so a great one because you know if you're not concentrating, you drown. So it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point.
1: All right, Matt. What is next for yourself and Bonjour? What do the next twelve months hold as much as you can predict what the next 12 months hold?
0: Yeah, so we want to go deep on the whole idea of personalization at scale. Yeah, um, video is great. It's we're not a video company; we're a personalization company. So I guess kind of looking forward, can we help to? Can we help you spend your time better? Can we tell you where you should put the time, where you shouldn't put the time, which customers did you should send a video to, or, or message, or, or talk to, versus which ones you shouldn't? And off the back of that, can we help you create more advocates? Because I think advocacy or superfans is the like unknown is like the untapped resource to grow a business. You know, you don't, you don't need 100,000 customers. You need mm. 1,000 who rant and rave about you and tell each go and tell 10 people. Like, that's it.
1: Yeah. yeah, Great. So okay. build, building those super fans with your clients. I love it. And then lastly, how can people get in touch with yourself or the team if they want to know more?
0: So hop on the one joint.com. Like Like I said, if you sign up, one team will be in touch with the video. Um, just have a chat to them, you know, or, or hop on a call. Yeah. Um, if you like any advice, at all again the more specifically you can you can explain what part of your funnel you're looking to improve the better they can help you myself like linkedin typing papa bear uh, there's only three of us and i think i'm the guy in the bear suit so uh so reach out <laughs> just be careful of the other two yeah don't trust them yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt thank you for joining us on Add to Cart it's been so good just hearing more about your solution which I think is really unique and, and I haven't seen anything else like that and I like that it's a really easy entry point for people to at least trial without a huge investment in time or money so I think it's definitely worth a go for any retailers who are thinking about how to improve this, their service and um, increase their superfans, as you say so thank you for explaining and yeah um sharing your story no problem
0: thanks for having me along
1: cool idea hey so my favorite part of the interview was when matt pulled me up for referring to it as video and i was like uh isn't that kind of the whole thing here is that we're talking about video but his point is valid if we stop thinking about videos as masterpieces that need to be polished but just treat them as one of the most powerful and authentic connection tools that we have Maybe we can hyper-speed up our relationships with our customers. And if it only takes a minute to film and send, well, all power to you. It kind of reminds me of Walmart's recent activity to make 500 of their employees Instagram and TikTok influencers. They've basically given them the tools to go out and speak to customers directly via these platforms. Check out their Spotlight program if you want more information. If we can reshape how and, more importantly, who can use video in our businesses. There's huge opportunities for stronger connections for those retailers who really want to trade on authenticity. To finish up, I have three resources for you. Firstly, if you're a first-time listener of Ad to Cart and you want to stay up to date with new episodes, head over to addtocart.com.au and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. We'll let you know every time a new episode drops as well as giving you my three takeaways from each episode and a link to the transcripts so you can know that this is an episode that you want to dive straight into. Secondly, if you want a weekly roundup of the best e-commerce case studies, tools, and research, sign up to the High Five Friday newsletter, which is delivered to inboxes at 8am every Friday morning. I read all the e-commerce news and send you the bits that I think you can take action from. Sign up at 12high12high.com.au forward slash high five. And the last thing, if you are looking to explore your next e-commerce opportunity, head over to esuitetalent.com.au. We are a dedicated e-commerce talent agency connecting the best e-commerce talent with the fastest growing brands. Check it out, sign up to the email and get in touch with me if you want to discuss your next move. Until next time, thanks for listening and keep those customers adding to cart.